You are listening to What in the Horror with your host Lando and Tim. Welcome back to What in the Horror with your host Lando and Tim. This will be episode 88 and I'm already fucking up because I'm high as hell. But anyways, today we'll be reviewing Ginger Dead Man vs. Evil Bong from 2013 and Alien vs. Predator from 2004. So we're clearly talking about versus movies in this episode. So... Alright, um, let's talk about this train wreck you picked, which again is Ginger Deadman versus Evil Bong from 2013. And fuck am I high. Take it away, Tim. Alright, it opens up Ginger Deadman sitting on Tropical Island, being fanlighted by a bunch of topless women who are all over him, which is really strange considering it's a cookie. But he uh, ruminates on uh, killing Sarah, the only person that ever got, uh, got away, you know, bested him. And he just doesn't know where she is, so he's trying to figure that out. And uh, then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, on a tropical island, he gets a newspaper, lands in his lap, and tells has the information about a bake-off that she's planning from her new bakery. So it's like, oh, okay, knows where she is. Then it pans out of that, and uh, Larnell, one of the ones from the, the uh, Evil Bong movies, one of the characters, uh, is now operating Dick's Head Shop uh, with his girlfriend, Felic- Felicity. Well, there's a whole bunch of clips here from the older uh, other Evil Bong in here, all the Evil Bong movies about Evie and Evie and everybody. And uh, it's really weird because this is like a filler episode. So if you've lost, don't know what any of these are about, you get a little background here. Anyhow, all of a sudden, uh, he starts to, uh, Arnell starts dealing with some two prospective buyers. And just as he's about, he's trying to talk them into different things and uh, then hambo this clown comes in a shifty clown with a pig nose like literally a real pig nose like enters the shop i'm expecting a lot from this character all of a sudden when i see it because they actually did put a little effort into his makeup uh he's got this assistant string a gruff little person with fake ipad she deals with hambo uh who's trying to sell an ooga booga replica to the store for some cash uh string infuses him and uh you know and then he um while, while Larnell's dealing with these other two idiots, he starts to give them a bunch of a uh, bunch of marijuana to test out and different things throughout the whole uh, thing. He goes, they're going through a whole bunch of his marijuana he's using to let them test out things. He's like, how can we know if we really want it? We don't get to test it. Anyhow, they're in there doing that. And then, uh, yeah, well, they finally refuse Hammy, Hammy and Hambo and Hambo leaves set after taking some pictures of a couple of Asian tourists come in that, Let's just say uh, they're very typical Asian stereotypical people, like the bad stereotype. And they start to take some pictures of String because he's got dwarfism and they're laughing at him and pointing at him and taking pictures of him. And he's kind of rude to them and uh, back at him because he's got a little gruffness to it. Anyhow, after everything's said and done, uh, Hambo takes a couple pictures of them and he's satisfied and he leaves. Somehow taking pictures of the tourists seem proper. I don't understand that. Thinking she, he's going to come back. Don't worry, he doesn't come back. Well, it's really messed up because these two, while, while you know, Larnell's dealing with the other the other two, um, these two here get talked into a whole bunch of stuff. Like uh, String actually talks them into buying a whole bunch of crap, and then they leave the store and everything. And they're yelling at him the whole way out the door. But at the same time, you know, they made some money for the store. Well, finally, the other two uh, idiots are in there admit after testing and smoking all of Larnell's marijuana, they're like, oh, yeah, we have no money. So he kicks him out. Um, he has a string kicking him out, take him out. A string comes back with a bloody switchblade and goes, don't worry, they won't be coming back anymore. 
It's like leading you to believe he killed him. Well, while this is going on, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, here comes Rabbit, one of the ones from the old uh, Evil Bong episode, the really weird, kind of dumb one that became a priest in the end of the last one. Telling the story of how he lost his priesthood because apparently they frown on marijuana use. <laughs> Whoa, who knew? And <laughs> so he's a traveling salesman now, and he's got a bunch of uh, Evil Bong, like uh, E.B. Uh, paraphernalia he's trying to sell and trade or trade. Well, while he's doing all this, um, the... Uh, Rabbit actually pulls out this cookie and starts eating it. It's a cookie of the gingerbread man, ginger dead man. And because uh, all oh, that looks so good and Larnell's like drooling over this cookie. And he says, well, there's a bakery right down the street. And he tells him where it is and everything. He goes, this is where you get these. And also explains to him and they go in this whole thing about how the person that runs the bakery looks just like his his ex, like Larnell's ex. Uh, ironic because it's the same actress that plays both characters. So yeah, it would make sense. They'd look alike, pretty much identical, I would say. Uh, so at this point, we're all the way in this movie and the only death like clips at all are a little bit of mini parts from the original. So yeah, so don't get excited in the beginning. We go into this and uh, when he leaves, he has Rabbit stay in the back room and just hang out. Um, tells him not to touch anything, of course, because Rabbit has a tendency to be a little bit of a curious type that gets into a lot of stuff stuff he shouldn't. Well, while this is going on, and uh, he goes over to that store, and he talks the new girl, uh, the girl, that, Sarah, the one that runs the other store, and they're coming back to the um, st- shop with him because he wants them to kind of work together because she has munchy food, and he has stuff that creates munchies. She's a little against it because she's not really into marijuana use, but she finally agrees to kind of... Seems to like him a little bit, so she winds up agreeing to go over. And her assistant, uh, she has two assistants. Um, the girl assistant is like, yeah, fine, I'll take care of the shop. Well, as soon as they leave, Ginger Dead Man shows up and waits until both the employees are in the back, messing around, having sex, and kills them both. So there you go. Finally, some death and mayhem. About time. <laughs> so they go over to the shop. During this time, of course, Rabbit hears the Evie, the Eva Bong, in the safe. And he figures out the safe combination because, lo and behold, it's the hardest thing for any pothead to ever figure out. 420 was the safe combination. No one would have ever figured that one out. So <laughs> he gets in there, he gets EB out. Of course, he smokes from her because she talks him into it and winds up going into the uh, into the bong world. Well, they get back and uh, they realize what's going on and everything because he, when, you know, String actually went in the back and saw the bong, the evil bong back there was freaking out so he talks them talks to them they go in there and she talks him into the fact that in order they he guilts him into kind of going in and trying to help their buddy out so rabbit get him out of there so they go into the bong world well while they go into the bong world string gets killed by gingerbread man because they go into the bong world to avoid him when they find him out front they get in there it's more of a force thing guilt but not fully there and they get in there and it's just this has got the We'll get into this in the in the review part of it because there's a lot of weird ass shit that happens in here. Uh, some stuff that actually Lando probably won't complain about too badly, so I will say that. But the majority of it is just really lame weirdness. Like there's a pastry tribunal because of course she tricks Ginger Dead Man into going into the Bong World to go after them, and because she can turn him into a real boy type situation supposedly. Although she doesn't, she tricks him into going in where he finds King Bong in there that she had tricked in a previous episode into getting caught in a Bong world. And he winds up 
trapping him and, and having him go to this pastry tribunal, which I have no fucking idea what it's all about. They actually condemn him to be eaten and then reformed and eaten again for eternity. So then he talks them into letting him go last minute. And they actually, well, they're pastry. So they're not very bright, so they let him go. Well, Rabbit's figured out the secret of the bong world on how to get out of it. Um, could tell you, but I think I'll leave that up to chance because it's not that tricky a thing. But it's kind of fun if you do want to if you do want to watch this as Lando called train wreck. You can check this out, and that's something that's kind of interesting. So they manage to escape the bong world. EB is really EB EB's really nice to them. Ironically, once they get out, surprised they got out, but really nice to them. And Ginger Dead Man actually winds up going up and talking to uh, Rabbit, who decides to stay behind because be figuring out how the bong world works he has figured out how to make it to his advantage and he's got exactly what he really wanted the entire time and it's just uh evie tells him that gingerbread dead man's never getting out of there never gonna get out of there and it's just rabbit winds up using the uh, tribeswomen from the from king bong to neutralize uh ginger dead man at the end final scene shows ginger dead man smoking a joint while sitting on a rock in bong world okay Lando, let's hear some stuff on this before we try and break this down for people <laughs> even better with their fatigue. <laughs> I, w- I want to know if there's any stats on this damn thing. I just do. Well, Rotten Tomato didn't give it anything. Audience scored, no surprise, 22%. What surprised me was Google gave it a 51%. Um, I couldn't find a budget or box office because I think it's just like a straight-to-video type of thing. And it's probably low budget. As hell so uh, when it comes to my thoughts my likes i mean obviously it has a shit ton of titties so i'm gonna fucking love that kind of funny if you're high off your ass um things i didn't really like was the blood was very minimal so i gave it a three the gore was minimal too so i gave that a 2.5 the story just fucking sucked <laughs> i mean all you really got was flashbacks and then 10 minutes of shit until the ending and that's it. Like, I did not like this movie, so I gave this movie a two-scholar rating. What about you, Tim? Well, for starters, there's only five deaths, five new deaths here. Two of them are off screen. At least they could have added that. I mean, why not? They should have added the other two deaths because it would have made it more interesting. When String went out and killed them, why didn't it show something? Other than a bloody knife, it should have been... It, it missed opportunity to make it a little bit better. Uh, the way that String dies with a bong through the head, I kind of like that. That was kind of neat. But it doesn't show it, just the after effect again. And it's just, I don't know. It's just, yeah, the story is just wonky. And yeah, there's a sh- there's literally a shit ton of titties. There's actually one particular scene where there is a shit ton of titties <laughs> for, for, for Lando's liking. Story is not scary in the least. Yeah, I mean, even as, although there are kind of a comedy slash horror, usually they have some something to save him a little bit for at least like brutalness the best killing in the whole thing was the assistance at the uh bakery that was the best part of the whole movie the rest of it was just a cat and mouse game and then one of the evil ones in the whole movie one of the evil beings helps people but doesn't actually hurt anybody um i don't know what else to say it's just other than oddly in a way it's almost better than some of the other ones but lacking anything worthy of watching at the same time (laughs) messed up so yeah like a two uh as far as blood and gore there's just a little tiny tiny bit so I'll give it like a one uh for both that's it 
uh skull rating yeah two is being generous i think as far as a horror movie yeah i think that's where i'm at too Lando. yeah well i think that'll be it for that piece of shit so we'll go with my movie which again is alien versus predator 2004 so basically predator ships arrives to on earth and uses the heating device to melt a hole into the antarctic ice meanwhile a satellite picks an island up and a bunch of people go on to this island and they are trying to find a pyramid that's underneath a city and they find the city they go underneath and of course one by one everybody starts dying from either a predator or from an alien or even from both i think fucking just different ways of dying and eventually the woman who's the last survivor she ends up uh teaming up with one of these predator characters in the end and she fights off the queen alien who's like freaking 10 times bigger than all the other aliens in the movie and they of course win but at a cost of of, uh the alien dying in the end or the predator dying and then eventually the predator spaceship appears and its crew arrives to get its fallen comrade onto the ship and the elder gives the lex character a spear as a gift and then the spaceship just leaves and then she goes to one of these snowcat vehicles and leaves the area and then it goes to predator's spaceship where the body is lying there and then a freaking chest buster type thing comes out of the chest of this predator and that's the end of the movie i mean i didn't want to give it away because it's just a really high speed paced freaking action film you know if you've seen the alien films or the predator films or if you've seen both you're gonna like this film and you're gonna know what i mean but sadly rotten tomato really didn't like this movie because they gave it a 22 percent with an audience score of 39 which i disagree with i do agree with the 81 percent from google this movie had a budget between 60 and 70 million dollars and it made a little over 177 million dollars uh my likes if you seen any of these films you would like this one for sure like i said i did like they blended the two sci-fi horror films and made it into one great film with plenty of bloody and gore so i give it four for four on blood and gore oddly enough i could forgive the cgi for this one since the aliens were done actually quite well for the time period um the only dislike was the ending was pretty much the only real complaint i had i guess plot twist was cool but the fact that the fight with the mama alien was too short for my liking and i was hoping we'd get more than one survivor but nope we just got one so with all that i gave alien versus predator a four skull rating what about you tim yeah fast paced good i really like the um hashing that happens to one of the aliens uh exoskeletons that's actually kind of cool. And it turns out to be the smart one. Uh, that's actually one of the coolest effects. I love this movie the first time I watched it. I loved it this time when I watched it. Up until, up until one of the protagonists gets outfitted in a really weird, weird way. And like you said, okay, let's get to the point where it's the should be the biggest battle and make it really kind of freaking weird. That I mean, it's one of those things where... It, it feels like they kind of lost their thought process and just like, what can we do now? Oh, crap. We couldn't put ourselves in a corner. 
we gotta have a last epic battle, but they didn't quite do it right. Um, exactly. Yeah. It's not bad, but it's not great. It's like so that I mean that's that lost some points at the end. I mean up until there, you're talking five skull rating all the way until you got to that mm-hmm. last part. Exactly. And exactly, it was like really good. That drops it down all the way to a four because the ending was just such a letdown with how good the rest of the movie was, and then just a few a little bit of extra effort would have actually pulled this through a solid five. Um, as far as blood and gore, there's there's actually pretty good amount of blood and gore in this. It's just not all like all human, but it's like I actually think they're pretty damn good movies. I mean, you don't get a lot a lot of blood. You get a little bit. The gore factor is pretty high. I'd say the blood factor is probably pretty low. You don't, I mean, unless you can include alien blood it's, and predator blood. But yeah, it's more like uh, maybe a two for blood, maybe one and a half for blood. And then the gore factor, that actually is up there more. That's like almost a four because there's some pretty gory scenes uh, as uh, with all these type of movies. Yeah, I um, overall four skull rating on this. It had potential to be a five. They just missed the mark a little bit. Like you said, I don't want to give away anything on this. It was actually something worth watching. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I think that'll wrap it up for this episode. So, as always, if you have any movie suggestions, you can email us at whatinthehorrorpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on our Twitter. That's whatinthehorrorpodcast, all one word. Join our fucking Discord already. Sick of asking. But anyways, as always, I've been Lando. And I've been Tim. And we are high as hell. And also, the fuck out of here. You were listening to What in the Whore. See you next time. <laughs>